The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. about serving the Lord on, on this broadcast today. The Bible says that you are not your own. Now that's referring to the person who has received Christ as Lord, embraced the Lordship of Jesus. So you are not your own. You are bought with a price. And yet, uh, you know, we need to be reminded of this because many times we are going our own way. We need to submit ourselves unto the Lord because indeed he is our Lord. If, if a person is Let's say this, if a person was lord over you in some way, like uh, in, in a point of uh, leadership, then, then you would be submissive to that person. That would be the proper thing to do. And when you're not, well, the next thing you know, well, you won't be there until they'll find somebody who is submissive. <laughs> I found that to be true. But uh, the Bible says you are not your own. You are bought with a price. That price is the blood and life of Jesus Christ. He gave himself a ransom for you and for me. God purchased us 
with the blood of Christ. Jesus gave his all for us when he shed his blood at Calvary. Uh, he shed his blood for the remission of our sin. We accepted him as our Savior. We became committed to God through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And we no longer then belong to ourselves. We belong to God. You know, if we want to really live a happy and fulfilled life, we must totally commit ourselves to the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. That's the life that God has provided, and that they might have it more abundantly. That's from John 10.10. 10. Now, this kind of abundant living can only be realized through commitment to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Once we commit ourselves to the person of Jesus Christ, we should commit ourselves to the pattern of living or that lifestyle that, that is befitting to our new life in him. And besides committing ourselves to the person of Jesus Christ and to a new way of living, we should commit ourselves also to people. I know a man that used to say, uh, of course, he used to say that uh, he didn't know anybody, uh, any man that had ever amounted to very much until he got married. Well, it's not that he was married from the standpoint of married, but he had to be committed to somebody and have a reason there's somebody to answer to. And one of the reasons God established the local church was to strengthen the local body of believers. So a person needs to commit to the local church, a local church, not just all of them, but to a local church. And so many times uh, folks quit going to church, then they wonder why they're having such a hard time facing the realities of life. There's a certain, there's a certain anointing and covering that is upon the person who is serving God in and through the local church. That's part of the order. A man uh, talked to me in the last while, and, and he said, uh, uh, I need to get back in church on a regular basis. He was a believer. He was not a, 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 an unbeliever. He was a believer. But he, he began to see uh, that there was something missing in his life, the lack of a commitment, and he had gotten involved with a particular uh, job and so forth, a lifestyle that, that took him away from uh, being faithful at a local church. And So those are things that we can get ourselves into from time to time. But serving God in and through the local church is an order that's in our life uh, and should be in our life. Uh, sometimes folks don't have anyone to surround them with faith or to strengthen or encourage them. They're trying to make it alone. And I always think about if you've ever been on a little stream of water where it has a pretty good flow to it and you're in a canoe and you're trying to go upstream. Well, you can make it, but it's just a whole lot harder to make it. And it's just easier to go with the flow. And part of going with the flow is getting in and submitting to the activities of a local church. Sometimes folks are trying to make it alone. God never intended it that it would be that way because he says, I'm with you. And then he, and then he organized, or he, you might say that he uh, ordained, as it were, the local church. And we're told that we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. When you're hurting, you may not be able to withstand the fiery darts of the enemy all by yourself. But if you're a member of a local church body and you've exercised yourself well in there and everybody knows your name because you've been there, it's one thing just to show up every now and then. But, I mean, if you get involved in, in, in doing the work of the ministry in and through a local church, then the folks are going to know your name. They're going to know something about you that just takes place. And you can receive strength from other believers. And then you can be a strengthen 
strengthening factor to others. You can give of yourself in that way. That's, that's a ministry that God has also uh, made available to you for you and in and through you. When you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you became a part of the body of Christ. You need to commit yourself to finding your place in that body within a local church. I wrote a, well, I didn't write the song. I just dreamed up a few words and it's to an old tune called, called Roll Around Heaven All Day Lucky Old Son. And I, and, and I titled this Roll Around Tulsa All Year. <laughs> just roll around Tulsa all year. Well, once you commit yourself to a local church, I'm talking about being faithful, then you'll function in your place as a vital member. And the whole church will be strengthened. We're told in the scripture that each member or each member of the body, as it were, uh, is jointly fit together for the benefit of all of the body. You know, in the book of Acts, the Bible says, And in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report. Well, the only way they're going to be able to find seven men of honest report is seven men that show up all the time. Because you're not going to know about those who don't show up. So the only way you'll know if, if it's an honest report, a good report, is if persons are faithful. You know, faithfulness brings increased. Look you out among you, seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. And one thing about showing up and, and, and growing up is, is you'll be full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. It says, whom we may appoint over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Now, when all this was brought into order, when the helpers were there, the people became faithful to the local body and began to commit themselves to do this job and that job and the work of the ministry that is already in session. Many times you begin to preach a message like this and folks uh, begin to come up with new ideas for new ideas and ministry and outreaches. Well, that's always nice to, for that to take place. But as a pastor, I know that we don't need any new programs today. We need somebody to come help us do the programs we're already doing <laughs> and, and get to doing them real well. And then once we do them real well, well, we can take on a new program. But there's nothing I don't think any more frustrating than to, than to have some things going that may not be going as smoothly as they ought to and begin to preach the word. It brings a revival of a heart and, and willingness and so forth. And folks come up with new ideas of what they want to do. And then, uh, and then you just have to kind of handle that with, through the Spirit of God because you, you don't want to discourage anybody. But basically what you're needing is you're needing folks to help you do what you're doing right now. So you've got enough deacons. You've got enough uh, Sunday school teachers. You've got backup people. And you've got all the helpers so that everybody isn't out of the church service every Sunday. So they're not out of the service because next thing you know, while they're over there on their end of the building and, and uh, sometimes their mind don't stay renewed in those areas. And, you know, you just have to have that fellowship going in, and in the local body. But when this came into order here, they appointed those over the business, but we'll give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. You know what happened? It says the word of God increased or the word of God brought an increase. It began to work like it ought to work because we had things in order. There was some submission. There was leadership. The word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied. So, Really, what happened here? Let's just kind of summarize. Well, 
The word of God increased. That means that uh, it, it had power, it had uh, authority and ability, and it just increased in its effectiveness. Uh, the number of the people in the church grew. The church began to grow in number. And then great wonders and miracles occurred among the people, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. And that's what being available, being faithful, and committing yourself to the work of God in the local church, that's what it brings. Praise God. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.